All right, new episode, Sprint Ride Option Podcast, part of the Blue Wire Hustle Network. I'm Andrew Pasquini, Jason Aponte, and I, I just want to dive in because we were talking a little before the show. I'm excited for this conversation. Uh, we have, I, I've been trying to think of how to introduce you, and he is not the general manager of the San Francisco 49ers. I wish. Uh, He's the uh, web manager for WTRF7 News in West Virginia. Uh, You may have accidentally tweeted him one or two times, and he is an accidental member of 49ers Twitter. John Lynch, how are you doing, uh, Mr. Lynch? I am doing great, Andrew and Jason. Thanks, you guys. Thank you guys so much for having me. I am in love with your guys' fan base. The 49er fan base has been the best fan base I've ever experienced. You guys are a bunch of fun. Um, at least 95% of you guys are. Some of you guys don't get the joke, and that's that's okay. I'm happy to explain it to you. Um, and it's been a fun ride, and I hope it continues. I, I hope, you know, this continues on for the next months and months, years and years, as long as John Lynch is the general manager of the 49ers, right? I'm happy that you actually enjoy 49ers Twitter because there is a large portion of time that I spend on 49ers Twitter where I'm saying – why am I doing this if this isn't fun anymore? You know, <laughs> but I'm glad that you got, you know, you got a chance to see the 49er fans who have a, a, a good, a good sense of humor about it, you know, and I think that's what I, I, I love about your interactions with us. It's so funny. Like, you know, you could, you could just be one of those guys that's just like, stop tweeting me. You're tweeting the wrong person. But for you right. to go ahead and say, yeah, I'm working on the Watson deal and stuff like that. I think that's genius, honestly. And Thanks, it just man. plays to the fact that everybody should be taking this game a little bit more easy and not as serious all the time. I mean, football is supposed to be fun. I mean, we watch it for fun. I mean, there's there's nothing. Unless, I mean, unless you're betting. I mean, I, I mean, I'm a gambling guy too, and I've lost mil, not millions, but thousands of dollars on games. So it's supposed to be fun. You're supposed to have inter, you know, it's supposed to be entertainment. We're supposed to enjoy it. And you guys have made that a lot of fun for me. You guys made the off season a lot of fun for me. I mean, I. I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit it. It's on my Twitter. It's on my bio. I'm a huge Dolphins fan. And that has been, you know, you guys, you guys look at something, the 49ers are something different than I do. Of course, you have a lot of, you know, uh, faith in that, in, in that, in that, in that, um, in that team. You put a lot of heart into that team. And I do the same for the Dolphins. So I look at the Dolphins as something that I have to watch. I'm living, dying by, and probably your fan base does that a lot, and I can see where they probably are like, this isn't John Lynch. This guy's an imposter. Ah, rabble, rabble, rabble. <laughs> yeah, and I, 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 something that we were talking, as Jason said, I also appreciate you playing along with with all of it. And I think the tweet I saw, somebody yelled at you to, to trade for Deshaun Watson, and I think your reaction was, I'm working on it. Give me some time. And that's the tweet that introduced uh, me to you. Is, is this I, – I see uh, the, the account you're using uh, is a year old. Were you getting any of this last off season with Brady, or is this the first off season? No, this, this is it, man. I'm sorry to interrupt, but, yeah, this has been the first experience I've had with you guys. I didn't get that last year at all, 49ers or anyone else. I mean, I haven't gotten it from Bronco fans I haven't got it from Tampa Bay fans. Um, no one's came to me on those fan bases and said, hey, congratulations on getting the Hall of Fame. It's been 49ers fan base throughout you know, Twitter. I don't get it on Facebook. It's just Twitter. I don't know why that is either, but I'm happy to, you know, I'm happy to share the love with you guys and play along and 
continue to do it. We'll do it for, you know, again, however long this, this ride goes. It, this could be my five minutes of fame. This could end tomorrow after the podcast, whatever. And that's been fun if that's, if that's it. But I'm happy to continue playing along. And I have some things down the line that I'm going to continue to do, to do. And you guys can retweet and have fun with it, whatever you guys want to do with it. John, let me ask you a question. Um, yeah. As far as as far as when all this started, can you pinpoint when it started? Because, you know, it, it was it, it directly after the season happened, or was it during the season that you would see a few tweets? Because people get confused, right? We were talking about it. You know, people people tweet at Kyle Shanahan this this account, and it's literally a faceless account with like sixteen followers. It's not it's not really Kyle Shanahan, right? So, I mean, is this the first? Did, did it start to happen in the off season? Did it happen during the season here and there, and you just were like brushing it off, or did it just become so overwhelming in the off season? Well, it, it kind of happened um, at last year a little bit during the season. Like, I would get private messages, and I can show you guys them if you want me to. Um, someone asking for tickets to the game. Like, they're, they're a military <laughs> member. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'd love to help you out. Let me, let me get right on that. And I mean, they're like, they're like our families, you know, coming to the game from Florida. And they're like, hey, John Lynch, can you help me out? Can I get some tickets? I'm like, yeah, I didn't respond to them. The check mark doesn't mean, help though. What's that? The check mark doesn't help though. The check mark gives it legitimacy, right? Yeah. Like you, you look on your man. account and you have the check mark. That's the thing. I didn't have it until like like four months ago. And that's where it really started, the check mark. Because people started seeing John Lynch on Twitter, John Lynch on Twitter. I think it was to be honest with you, I think it really started to pick up after the Capitol riots. I had a tweet that really went viral because of the Capitol riots that happened. Uh, it was actually because there was a newt hanging outside of the Capitol, and um, there was a photo image, and I tweeted that. And, of course, my last name being Lynch, that's a different story. That kind of went viral because of both those things. And I think a lot of people saw that tweet um, and said, oh, this is John Lynch. Let's do something with this. And then a couple of guys tweeted me, and I forget who was the first one that ever did it, but whoever tweeted me the first time, a bunch of people saw it, and – spread like wildfire since then it's i i I, to me i just i don't like what do people like what do you think people who tweet you think wtrf stands for (laughs) (laughs) because that should be the giveaway right you're you're so in in case you guys are wondering uh john lynch the john lynch we were talking to he has john at john lynch wtrf which i i I'm assuming he's the station you work for. Yeah, it's, out there. it's the Wheeling, a uh, West Virginia local station. We're a very, very small market. Um, it's kind of the area I've grown up in forever. Um, WTRF, I, I would assume they just think it says WTF. Like, what the fuck, man? I mean, that's what I, they probably think it is. It's probably like, what the fuck? You know, John Lynch, what are you doing today? What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> I want 49ers probably your Twitter fan base probably thinks most of the time anyway. <laughs> Um, so let, let's, let's, uh, should we ask him some questions we would ask the real John Lynch now? Like, well, I mean, all right. Yes. Yeah, so we should just go like full yeah. meme. Like what? So like, what are, what are we doing here with this? Like, this is, this is the question on everybody's mind. What are we doing with this Watson thing? Is Houston responding to your phone calls? What are we doing here? And you know what it actually makes this even more funny is the Miami Dolphins are rumored to be somewhat of a landing spot for Deshaun Watson as well. So how are you juggling answering the phone or trying to call for one team while hoping that your your actual team gets uh gets Deshaun More draft Watson picks, somehow? Baby. That's all I try to get in Miami. More draft picks. So it's all about ammunition. 
for real though, Deshaun Watson is a top five quarterback in the league. I mean, if you go through them, you think of uh, Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, maybe Russell Wilson, and then Deshaun Watson. That's where we're going with maybe. I mean, yeah. that's top five. But I think I think you've got to do whatever you can to get that guy. So John Lynch is putting Jimmy on the table. I I don't know how you two feel about it. I know some Niners Twitter because now I'm into Niners Twitter, so I'm reading all these comments. Yeah. Do we trade Nick Bosa? Because I am. I'm trading Nick Bosa. I'm getting him out of here, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Get him out of here. That, there, there's your line. John Lynch says, get out of here, Nick Bosa. <laughs> get out of here, Nick Bosa. We're getting Deshaun Watson. So the, the, Okay, so the, there's the sound bite. Uh, we're, we're definitely going to tweet. John Lynch said, get out of here, Nick Bosa, when it comes to Deshaun Watson. Yep. Um, how many – what what was the final offer you guys made to the line or uh, yeah to the Lions for Matt Stafford and were you ever going to try and top the Rams two first round picks? I gave Matt Stafford one of my shoulders for one thing. I mean, geez, and that didn't I that didn't him. seal the deal. No, it didn't seal the deal. He need he needed another shoulder. I offered that, <laughs> but it wasn't good enough. Um, now I think I, listen, Matt Stafford's a great quarterback. He's not top five, and he I think he's if. If you're wanting to get Matt Stafford, he's going to maybe win you one more game. He's not going to get you further than Deshaun Watson will. He's not going to get you to the Super Bowl. I don't think that's going to happen. There's a lot of mediocre quarterbacks in the NFL. There's a lot of guys who are on that hinge of being more than average, and Matt Stafford's kind of in that category, I think. I think there are younger guys who are, you know, there's um, – well, of course, I think he could be in that mix of a top-five quarterback eventually, not next year. Or so. Also, I think um, Cincinnati. Um, sorry. Burrow. I think, yeah, Burrow. I think Burrow could be one of those guys. Herbert could be one of those guys, top five. You want to either get young or you want to get someone in their prime. And going older and someone who's injured is not the way to go. I think Stafford was a fine pickup, but you probably gave up too much. Uh, L.A. probably gave up too much for him. And as GM, I am not trading for a guy that is – too old with an old shoulder. Not happening. John Lynch is not letting that happen. 49ers trigger. <laughs> I like, I like how you go from John Lynch to like your actual opinion. Right. And then no. at the end, you're like, wait, I'm supposed to be answering this as John Lynch. I am going to go back to my John Lynch voice. Turn it up, this, man. Turn it up to 11. This is straight up like character acting right here. Like think Maharsha Ali in, in, um, true detective where it's like from three different perspectives. Like this is, this is high level. Stuff going on right now. I mean, it's like Eddie Murphy level. That's pretty. Much, I mean, I'm not. I'm not that great. I'm Eddie Murphy level. I mean, like I'm. You know, I'm fat and old, clumpy. I mean, that's what it is. Um, I'm trying to think of any other burning forty nine. I mean, really, majority of the off season's been the quarterback position. It's been Watson and Bo, now Bosa is involved, and that's what I'm reading. I mean, it's 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 Garoppolo. Is he still going to be there? Is is it? I mean, Kirk Cousins is part of your. Now. So you get all of these questions. You get all of these oh, yeah, questions. I get, oh my uh, goodness! Especially QB. QB. Yeah. I mean, everyone. Everyone talks QB. That's that's you know that's the number one topic in any NFL circles. Is who's the QB of last year? Mahomes. Yeah. Even I mean, I, even Kansas City's now talking about Mahomes if he's good enough. I mean, that's what I they're talking about. I have a Super Bowl. How many times were you congratulated about your Hall of Fame birth? That's that's the one where I was like, man, they're gonna come at me hard, and you guys didn't. I thought there would be, I thought it would be at the woodwork where 49er fans, I thought Tampa Bay fans, 
I thought, um, Denver Bronco fans, I thought the whole NFL would go nuts and be like, you know what, let's get this guy. And I thought they, a lot of them would be stupid enough to at me. They'd be like, first John Lynch, let's get him. No, I got like three people. That's, that's fine. Um, John Lynch, the GM football player, is a Hall of Famer in the NFL. Uh, the West Virginia John Lynch, if you were a Hall of Famer in anything you do in your life, what would you be a Hall of Famer of? Oh, now, man. That's a great question. Um, oh, man. You can put me on the spot. Um, Absolutely on the spot. i got to think. I am, I guess, I guess a Hall of Famer at being lazy. Um, okay. That works. I, I, I do it very well. I do a lot. How about a Hall of Famer being average at a lot of things? <laughs> Like, so, so I'm, you're, I'm okay. you're in the hall of average. Yeah. I, I'm okay at NBA 2K. I'm okay at Madden. I'm okay at betting sports. I'm okay at playing sports. Um, I mean, I'm just okay at a lot of, a lot of different things. I'm okay at Twitter. I'm okay at, you know, doing my job on WTRF. So I'm, I'm very average, a hall of average. So put me in that. Well, I'll get, I'll get Jason to wear the fancy suit and go to your house. And what, what's, <laughs> what's the big guy's name who knocks on the door? Uh, and tells the oh, players. The I, I know exactly who you're talking about, and you know every time somebody sees him, they just start crying. And I can see his face; I just don't know his name. But yeah, well, that guy. Well, looks like well, a, you look like a Ninja Turtle. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's his he name? Looks, he, he's he like yeah, a, he's a big guy. Yeah, he looks like a Ninja Turtle, man. Hall of, I'm just really gonna Google email. Hall of Fame guy NFL. I, I'm hoping that's see David Baker. I love how you uh, can type in Hall of Fame guy NFL, and his name pops up right away. Creepy lurking. You know, turtle looking head following people around. He's a big guy. Yeah. He made Megatron cry. Yeah, he that's, did. That's true. Uh, I, that, that's always like, that's how you know it's Super Bowl season when you start seeing C. David Barker uh, trending on Twitter. Just look, lurking around for NFL players, old NFL players. So you, you're also a Dolphins fan. You alluded to that. So we can yeah. dive into some Dolphins talk. The fir- first question is, I guess, relating to 49ers Twitter as well. Would you rather have the Dolphins, because the Dolphins are in on uh, uh, Watson, yeah. as the 49ers are, would you rather the Dolphins get Deshaun Watson and have 49ers Twitter yell at you for hmm. not trading for Watson, or would you rather the 49ers get him just so you don't have to hear it? I'd rather the 49ers not get them because it's, I mean, you guys will make it fun though. 90% of you, uh, there, there are again, 10% of the 49er fan base that just doesn't get the joke and that's okay. I mean, you can message me and you can actually go into my account and read my bio and it tells you that I'm not the real John Lynch pretty much. It tells you right there of who I am. So I'd rather you guys not get them. I mean, I, you guys can get them when it's cool. I, I, you guys deserve them. You guys deserve to have a great quarterback. I hope you guys get them. But it would be better for me. And the the content I could give would be way better if he doesn't get get to San Francisco. Okay, so, you, so you're looking forward to the not San Francisco. Also, I'm going to take a clip because you hear what he said. We deserve a great quarterback. So the, head, the headline for this is John Lynch says Jimmy Garoppolo is not a great quarterback. <laughs> that's the, that's I mean, what I got from just that. Just say it. If you want me to just stop and say, you know what, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo is not a great quarterback. <laughs> Straight clip it. Like I mean, that's it. Clip, that's clip, clip it. Clip it. Put it. Put it on Twitter. That's it. Forty nine ers Twitter is going to go nuts over Jimmy G not being the guy. I mean, 
And John Lynch did technically yeah, say Lynch it, it, so we're not lying either. I mean, he, he, he's, he's got the model career. Just, you know, he's got to do something <laughs> else, man. Um, how fun was it finishing with a better record than the Patriots? That's that's pretty cool. You know what? Um, it it was a little bit. It was great. It was, of course, fun. Uh, I don't I don't consider the Patriots as the biggest rival to the Dolphins. I've always considered the Jets, then the Bills, okay. then the Patriots. That's always been in my mindset. Um, it's a little bittersweet because it it came after Tom Brady left, and now Tom Brady's winning Super Bowl somewhere else, and so now you're thinking. Bill Belichick's a bum. Now, is he a bum? I mean, it's all been Tom Brady the whole time. Now, is that the question that needs to be asked? I, I think that's. I think it's a fair question. And now we're probably going to see what happens if he gets a quarterback. If he gets a quarterback, it could be different. But I've the Dolphins have always. If you look at the record for the Patriots, the Dolphins have always played the Patriots stuff. They usually win one of the two games they play every year, and they're usually one of the teams that you know. Kansas City, Kansas City got the home field advantage the year before because of the Dolphins yep. winning the last versus the Patriots the last game of the season. I was going to say Foxborough. that. Yeah. So I mean, it's a fun, it's a fine rivalry. It was fun to be above them, but it had no meaning to me. I mean, I was more excited that we had a winning season for one in year two of a rebuild when it was supposed to be a three year rebuild. We're already ahead of the game. I think where the Dolphins should be and. um I'm excited for where our future is, if that's with Tua or if it's with someone who's better at quarterback like Deshaun Watson. So quick question. So, look, 49er fans aren't going to want to hear this, but I think it's pretty funny to bring up. So Miami put a shellacking on the 49ers, and, and I think that around these parts we call that the, the Brian Allen game because it was literally Ryan Fitzpatrick looking for Brian Allen, and it didn't matter whether it was Preston Williams or it was Devontae Parker, he was going to pick on Brian Allen. And, you know, unfortunately, the guy was thrown into a no-win situation, right? But yeah, give me give me the mood of the Dolphin fan after you knock off the NFC champions at home, you know, and when everybody, you know, like, you have an upstart team, right, and you're talking about Flores and you're moving in the right direction, but that wasn't just – that game was over in, like, the second quarter. That's how uh, well, bad they can, they went in there. I I have not seen that 49ers team handled in that fashion and since, you know, 2017, like, you know, or 16, the dark ages. The, to be honest with you, the, the Dolphins played the whole NFC West this year, and they played every single team awesome. They beat the hell out of your 49ers to beat the hell out of the Rams. They took the uh, Seattle Seahawks down to the last minute, yep. and Russell Wilson had to, you know, make them uh, – Make a drive down the field to win the game. Um, who else? I'm sorry, um, missing Arizona. Online. Arizona, yeah. Who? Uh, that's his. That's his breakout game. I mean, they won three out of the four out of the division. I regarding the 49er game. To be honest with you, I'm gonna make. A, I'm, I'm gonna try to get the 49er fans mad at me. Oh, I had, okay. I, I knew we were gonna beat the shit out of it. Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. I knew it. I knew it. I was like, there's no chance this team is going to put up with the Dolphins' defense and with Ryan Fitzpatrick slinging the ball 400 times a game. I, I just didn't see you guys stopping him um, throwing 400 times. and I, I didn't like your secondary. Didn't, didn't have faith in it versus Devontae Parker, Preston Williams when they're healthy. And I thought we had a defense, which I don't – just me personally, I don't like Jimmy G. I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to move the ball down the field enough for you guys. So one-dimensional – me personally, I think you guys are the one-dimensional. If I'm just stopping your running game, game's over. I think we won by 30 points. Right, and you have to remember, Flores Flores used the same game plan that he used against Goff in the Super Bowl. 
you know, with Bill, right? Six and one, yeah. just running, running everything and just making, making him, making the quarterback beat him. So yeah, Flores already had the game plan to, to, you know, take down, um, a, a Shanahan style offense because that's what, what McVay ran that year as well, too. So yeah, you know what? I have to be honest, man. When we were doing our game preview that week, we were like, yeah, this is the time for the team to get right. <laughs> you know, this, yeah. this feels like a time to win this one. And, Boy, it was pretty evident pretty quickly that we were wrong, man. We were wrong a lot last year, honestly, when it came to game predictions. I mean, no one knows, man. No one knows. I mean, I didn't expect the Dolphins to win over 10 games. I, I had them winning seven, and that was probably being a little, you know, generous. I, I really thought that they, they could have won seven games, and they ex- exceeded that. Uh, and I think next year they're going to do the same. They're They're going to exceed – what they should, they're probably going to win 11 games, 12 games next year. I, I really do think that and believe that, especially if we get the offensive pieces, the, the line for the Miami Dolphins, they're um, young. They have three, they had three rookies starting on, on the offensive line. Um, just need to really get a running game going and have to, uh, you know, continue to get, get more mature, get better at reading the defense. Um, I think he's a little erratic sometimes. So, um, Looking forward to that. What um, as as somebody who probably should know the Dolphins better, but I don't for whatever reason. What what what's the big comeuppance? I don't know if that that's not even a word. I don't know why that's the word. I just what what what's what's the conversation around Tua being? Why why is there so much? Like is is it more of a well, Deshaun Watson available? He's an upgrade, or was this even before Watson was available? Were people kind of questioning whether or not Tua was actually the right pick? When, when Watson became available, it became a different conversation. Um, everyone was all in pretty much 90% of the fan base. You're not going to get 100% on everything. But most of the fan base was in on Tua. They, they liked what they saw. Uh, they thought that he, you know, with with a better line, a more mature line, because we had three rookies starting with a running game, because we had a rotation of running backs um, in, in the backfield. And with a healthy wide receivers, I mean, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, the two starting wide receivers were injured most of the year. So we, the questions were all, all around the offense. Um, and Miami fans knew that they, they thought that was, the, that was the issue that there was a lot of questions with injuries with the, with the receivers running back was a committee and it didn't work out at all in young line. So they, they, Miami fans knew Tua was probably the guy and they were, they were happy about it, but then, you know the shiny new toy is available. Let's go out and get him right now because he's the better he's a better option. And ever, I think everyone in the NFL, if you go to every team in the NFL other than Kansas City and maybe um, Green Bay, they say let's let's trade for this guy. I, I think all thirty other teams are saying what, what's what's the package going to be to get Deshaun Watson? And I think Miami fans are doing the same thing. If it's not outrageous, let's go get the guy. Um, th- this answer, this, this question might be a little obvious. I'm just curious to get it from a Dolphins fan perspective. What play stands out the most? And as I said, I think it's obvious. Is the Miami miracle or is it Ryan Fitzpatrick's heave against the Raiders? Ooh, um, because that one feels pretty iconic too, just iconic. for kind of the situation. And I get the like, the Miami miracles, you know, a couple laterals and those plays rarely happen. But Fitzpatrick completing a pass without being able to look like I feel like that's in the conversation. But what 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 to you is, is the more iconic play? The the thing is with the Miami Miracle, I was laying on my couch and I thought the game was over. It's a different feeling. Yeah. Where Ryan Fitzpatrick, for some reason, I still thought we could win this game. 
Like I, even though there were there was like 30 seconds left and he had to, you know, with no timeouts, we needed a miracle type of play. I still felt like, you know, it's still in our grasp. It's yeah. that game is still a winnable game, even though we're not probably going to win this game. And I was like on the floor with my shirt off, like, oh please, oh please, come on, let's get get something moving. Where you know the Patriots, you know, I was laying on the couch like, oh here comes a here comes a flip backwards. Oh, we're going to run the timeout and fall on the ground and someone's going to tackle them out of bounds, whatever. So, and then, you know, all hell broke loose. But to me, I, I really think it's Ryan Fitzpatrick play because okay. it, it just, I was, I was more involved in that play. I felt like we had a chance to win. And also it, the Miami Miracle game, we weren't playing for anything. The Oakland game, we were playing to still be alive in the playoffs, which meant way more to me than the Miami Miracle game where, you know, it didn't minor matter to the season at all. One more thing too, actually, about that is Fitzpatrick came in that game in relief, right? Like it was, yeah. it was, did Tua get benched because of, it, they said injury, but it, it kind of felt like it was more for play and he just didn't really want to throw the kid under the bus when he said that. Yeah. I, I think it's more of, you know, Tua wasn't playing well and Fitzpatrick, Apparently gave Brian Flores thought Fitzpatrick gave the team a better chance to win in right. that situation. He's hundred percent right. I mean, he made the right call. Where is I mean, there is there a better relief quarterback in football yeah. than Ryan Fitzpatrick? You know, like if there is such a thing, like you know, you know what? In the sixth inning, I think we're done with Tua. Let's go. Let's go right to Fitzpatrick. It's like how can you heat it up that point. quickly? I mean, that's a great point. I mean, why don't coaches do this more often? I I, I think NFL coaches coaches might need to look into it because. Ryan Fitzpatrick has done that time and time again last year, and I think he still has it in him to play um, next year. But I think that's where Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, excels in. You can't start him 16 games a year. You just put him in, you know, spontaneously here and there, throw a couple times, you know, just have him one drive for, you know, two parts of the game and have him throw the whole time. Just don't run the ball during that whole drive and just let him fling it. And, I mean, it's going to be exciting. He might throw an interception both times, but it's going to be exciting for your fan base when he does it. I like the idea of bat, of, of uh, relievers, quarterbacks. Yeah, like we should we should start that trend. That should be the new, our new thing. That is because we have to let McKinnon from the Wildcat go. <laughs> John Lynch is going to say we're going to do dueling quarterbacks next year, relieving quarterbacks. Woo! Man, I, I love when we're on the cutting edge, Yeah, the innovation. You know, like this is what this is what we need from our general manager. Like new style of offense, baby, coming to San Francisco. Get ready for it. Get your season tickets tomorrow. Um, back back to the tweets. Who is the weirdest player somebody requested you to go out and get? Um, mm-hmm. I I feel like th- there could be interesting answers here. I, I don't know what people suggest to you. What what was the most like? That makes no sense. Why would even the real John Lynch do that? It, it's be honest with you, there's not been many players um, to go get other than quarterbacks. I can't remember any other actual NFL players other than quarterbacks, and I think the worst is Kirk Cousins. I mean, how would you go that route? I mean, the guy's most average quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, if you look up average in a dictionary and the NFL is right next to it, it's Kirk Cousins. I mean, okay. why would you go that route when you got almost the same quarterback in Jimmy G? So, that, I mean, that's probably the most – uh, ridiculous one. I haven't got anything regarding the draft yet either. Okay. No one came to me and said, "Hey, what should we do with the draft?" And I mean, I'm I'm going to put eventually. I'm going to put my mock draft out there for 49er fans, just to let you know. 
it's going to come, and I'm going to tell you guys what, you, what we're drafting. We'll put the exact board up to the big board. You guys are going to see my big board, the John Lynch big board, and then I'll eventually put out my mock draft of who exactly we're going to draft. Are you actually going to drop a mock draft, please? Because I would yes. love that if you did that. 100% there will be a 49ers mock draft. Oh, if, yes. But before then, you're going to get a, a – I'm going to have a big board at work, so I'm actually going to write down names like QB1, yes. QB2, QB5. <laughs> Can and then you? I'm going to take a picture of it and say, working on the draft board. Please, please can, do. Can, no, but can you make it one of the ones where, like, it's not a picture of the whiteboard, but, like, you can see it in the picture? Because right. that has happened it's, a couple times. A couple teams it's have like accidentally a, leaked that. Yeah, it's like a hidden board. Yeah, yes. You don't know it, but it is there. It's like a little bit of a show, but it's not a show. Yeah, that's a de- that's definitely going to happen within the next couple weeks. Especially with the caption of working on the draft board. Yes, So, exactly. like, I think that will be solid. It's going to go well. That, um, that that one is going to go well. Can I tweet I you it. about? Can I tweet you about signing Jameis Winston and we get that ball rolling? Oh God, no! Don't do that. <laughs> I can't. Wait, 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 wait! Plot twist: John Lynch doesn't like Jameis Winston. Is that is that? I mean, we're, we're, no, we're ending the interview right here. The, <laughs> oh, that guy's a bum. What are you guys doing? Whoa! Be better. Hang on. Be better, okay. guys. Can, on. Can, can I say something real I'm a huge Florida State fan, so my Jameis Winston love comes oh, I mean, from that. Licking W's, that's fine. <laughs> oh, my but, God. Come on. I'm a little hurt. Better. Yeah, you know, that's better. so, you know, there's there's certain brands that we try to build up on this show, you know, that we have. And, and the Jameis thing on 49ers Twitter, it's it's really gotten to a point where anything that ever happens with Jameis Winston, like he threw that touchdown in the wild card game and everyone was tweeting Andrew. He wasn't even watching the game. Like I called him and I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? And he's like, what happened? I don't I don't get it. You know, and he <laughs> ran to the TV. So it's it's like that for you to crush his spirit with with that Jameis Winston take uh, is either gonna be hilarious or really sad i didn't mean to break your spirits sir andrew i'm sorry i'm I'm a little sad it's okay i I, you gotta have better expectations dude i'm sorry (laughs) i haven't given up on uh Jameis winston one bit um what what do you want the dolphins to do in the draft at three and 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 we'll wrap up uh here in a second uh the dolphins have a few options what what do you think they should do well first i think you uh I mean, John Lynch GM, you're, you're first going to trade the third pick. You're going to trade it down uh, because the first three, four picks are probably going to be quarterback, 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 quarterback. I, I think uh, Panthers are probably going to come up um, and probably trade for a quarter, try to get into that third spot, fourth spot, and trade for a quarterback. So I think that's going to happen. I think Dolphins will eventually move back. Let's say they don't. Let's say they, they had to take three. I'm going, I'm going, um, Devontae Smith first. Okay. And then we got the 18th pick. And if he's still there, Najee Harris. Just going Alabama, Alabama, Alabama backfield pretty much and just, you know, spread the ball out and run everyone to death. And, you know, I think, I think, I think Harris is going to be the jam of the draft, to be honest with you. If, if I, if I knew someone was probably going to take him before 18, I'd take two of my, Dolphins have two, uh, second round picks. I'd ship them up to get Najee Harris. I think he's going to be with Derrick Henry of this draft. I think he's just going to be a monster Ricky Williams type player. And just, you know, you're going to run him 40 times a game. And he doesn't care. He's going to run, run you over and have 245 yards a game. Yeah. I, I, I was really excited for Matt Breda, uh And that, I'm a big Matt Breda believer. Yeah. Uh, I was excited to see what he could do as a, as a 
you know, I, I expect him to be a full-time back. I know they had Jordan Howard, but that really didn't happen. Uh, if you need one yard, anyway. if you need four carries for four yards and a touchdown, that's Jordan yeah. Howard. I, I, I hit my head on the wall so many times when Jordan Howard would get in the game because you know it's going to be uh, zero yards, zero yards, one yard. It was it was painful to watch him just carry the ball. And Matt Breida, I was excited about. I was very excited about him because I loved him in San Francisco. Actually, I thought he ran very well. Didn't get used a lot. And I was like, hell yeah. You guys mind, you guys yeah. got a lot. You guys got a lot out of Miles Gaskin and Salvan uh Salvan Ahmed who was yeah. who was on our practice squad actually too. So, yeah. you know, credit credit to that as well. You know, I understand that you know you want to get a running back, but you guys got amazing production from Miles Gaskin and Ahmed when his time was called. So, you know, I, I think it's it, it it all boils down to to um coaching too cuz I was lucky enough to be in Mobile and be around Tom Flores. I mean Flores a little bit. And man, He's so like his presence is is less about rah rah and it's more about like when he walks yeah. in a room almost like Darth Vader guys stand at attention and yeah. you're, you're listening and you're waiting like he wasn't he wasn't very you know the 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 contrast between him and Matt Rule who's the Carolina coach was so stark one guy is involved in everything yelling 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 one guy starts the practice and ends the practice and just walks around like as a as a figure and and that's really what I got from Flores and I think that's why people respect him as soon as he walks in like if I had a chance to ask him a question I would never be able to I'm so yeah. scared I would never be able to ask him a question and, and that's the nickname of a lot of dolphins twitter and probably some of facebook I try to stay away from the facebook dolphin area but the Dolphins Twitter has given him Stone Cold Flores because he is that stoic. He's that stoic character where, you know, he's, he's – I mean, you saw him in a Cincy game. He was willing to go out there and fight for his team. He was really about to fight someone yep. on the field because of uh, two bad calls and cheap shots. And he, he was – he was he's going to battle for his players. He's not going to take any nonsense. Um, he's, you know, a level-headed guy, talks to talk, walks to walk. He's everything you really want from a coach. And I mean, and I think he's, he's up, getting up there where, you know, a lot of people are talking about him being one of the better coaches in, in yeah. the NFL. Yeah. Brian Flores has a lot of, he feel he feels like he might be the first Belichick guy to break that stereotype yeah. that the Belichick guys aren't great. Uh, he really feels like he has something going on down there. So, so hopefully the Dolphins break out. You know, if, if they have a good off season, they they might be favorites in the AFC East. I know the Bills are going to be good, but yeah. if the Dolphins do the right things, they, they could be the favorite. Uh, Jason, I don't know if you have any other last second questions before we wrap this one up. No, honestly, man, I just, you know, I really appreciate the humor with everything that you do because I try to inject humor into, and we try to be fun on this show as yes. well, too, you know, because look, they, you know, and this is something that I'll, you know, I've always preached is passion's one thing. Just don't let the game affect your mood, right? You know, like be better on Twitter. You know, you can be passionate, be upset a little bit, but we should all be having fun with this, especially while we're all discussing this in a capacity where we can all bounce ideas off each other. It should just be fun. So, like, it's good that you have taken that approach and that for the most part, 49ers Twitter gets it. I apologize for the people that don't get it, and I'm a little bit ashamed because it's very, very obvious yeah. It's not even like a little bit like, you know, where you could be fooled. It's very obvious right there in front of your face. But I appreciate your humor with it and everything. And, and anytime I see interactions with you on 49ers Twitter, it's really funny to me. And I always laugh. Definitely shot you a follow as well, too, man. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you guys. Uh, first of all, you guys are the first ones to reach out and give me a, you know, get me on your podcast. That's I mean, weird. Congratulations. That's weird. Congratulations. I, 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 I'm surprised by that because I asked Andrew, I'm like, dude, he has time for us. Like, I would have thought that everybody would have been in on this, this, this idea. 
I, I really thought, I thought, you know, when a couple of the tweets blew up, I thought, man, these guys are going to come after me asking for, um, you know, be on their podcast for interviews or something, something <laughs> stupid. And then, and, and nothing happened. You just, it just went by the wayside and you messaged me, Jason. I'm like, Hell yeah, I'll definitely be on a podcast. Yeah, all the time in the world. What am I doing again? I'm the, I'm the Hall of Fame of being average. Being <laughs> so, I mean, you got all the time in the world for you guys. Uh, well, seriously, we, seriously though, 49ers Twitter, I actually, you guys are now my second favorite team. I mean, for real. Okay. You guys are my second favorite team. I got to die, die hard with the Dolphins. I'm going to go in my casket with a Dan Marino jersey. I mean, so 49ers second favorite team. I love you guys. If you if you guys want to jaw at me, you guys want me to make a pick for you, come at me. Put we'll, me on Twitter. I'll we'll, message back. We'll welcome you to the fan base by starting a uh, uh, oh, what's it called? Not a Venmo, but a uh, GoFundMe uh, to get you uh, your first Niners jersey, which hopefully will be a number four Deshaun Watson jersey. So if that if seriously if the 49ers do go get Deshaun Watson, I'll be happy to wear that. The first game of the season, not my, not my dolphin gear. That I would wear that jersey for you guys. We love it. Uh, so yeah. So if you don't if you don't follow John Lynch, uh, at John Lynch W T R F. Um, we really appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk to us, man. It was fun. No, it's been a blast, guys, and I appreciate you guys having me on. It's been a lot of fun, and hopefully, if you guys want me to do it again. Draft season. Thanks again, man. Thanks for for setting some time apart, you know, for for us as well too. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Well, and we'll definitely get you back with your draft thoughts, For especially sure. if the mock draft drops. So yeah, it's going to drop. Just wait. Perfect. Uh, so so hopefully we'll be back Monday. I know we took last Monday off, um, but ho- hopefully we're back Monday, and hopefully there's some news to talk about because not much is going on in 49ers world. So uh, ho- hopefully there's some stuff to talk about. Uh, as always, thank you. Uh, as I said, go give John a follow at John Lynch W T R F. Jason, as we always do, let's wrap it up. Go Niners. Let's go Niners.